Good morning, North America. Welcome to Church Talk TV, lively talk about life, church, and church life. I'm your co-host, Dr. Bill Tenney Britton, and I'm joined as usual by my co-host, Dr. Chris Tenney Britton, and we're broadcasting from our studio in Columbia, Missouri, the heartland of America. Say good morning, Chris. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Church Talk TV. Chris and Bill Tenney Britton here today to talk about, well, we're, we're looking at the issue that in our culture, the church has pretty well lost its influence. We we just don't have the um, the pull or the influence or or reputation, or we can go on and on and on, that we used to have. And we want to talk about the reasons why and at least imply some of the ways that we can change that. Yeah, so I mean, we've been watching always how many years, uh, but of late I have been uh, paying attention uh, and it struck me the other day, kind of shower thinking, I call it. <laughs> you know, one of our grandsons once asked me, do you ever think in, in the shower? And he said, I, I said, actually I do. And he said, some of my best thinking. And I said, mine too. And this is what I thought the other day. Is that too much information? <laughs> what I was thinking was, was really that one of our uh, fundamental problems in our churches is that we are not focusing on Jesus and the gospel, if you will, on, on the word. Um, I, every time I say this, everything I'm saying, I'm realizing, oh, these are loaded words, and I don't mean them to be loaded at all. But, but let's but, be honest. But means... about our mission, what we're about, right? right? And, and that, it... that's a, a fundamental problem, right? Because we, we keep talking about, our denominations are declining, our congregations are declining, you know, uh, we are losing churches left and right, and it must be because we're infighting, because, you know, there are theological differences and whatnot, but there is a theological underpinning to all of that, and that theological underpinning, if you will, is that we are not taking the gospel seriously, and our mission as Christians to make disciples that go out into all the world. Well, I mean, you know, you, you talked about the loaded words, and therein lies part of the issue is that these words have become loaded. Yes, things true. like, I mean, it, 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 is the Bible authoritative or not, or is it a good book of some suggestions and some, you know, parables and history and myths and whatnot, or is it what it kind of claims to be that it's, you know, authoritative for? You know, do this, do that, and this is who Jesus is, and this is who God is, as the Holy Spirit is, and this is the role of the church, and you are an ambassador of Jesus Christ no matter where you go, 24-7. Or, again, is it just, eh, you know, the, the, the ten suggestions and the interesting commandments and the um, okay commission? Sure, well, and we're <laughs> like real okay good. Corral. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just circle our horses, right? Yeah, I like circle wagons. Oh yeah, our wagons, so we can be attacked. <laughs> yeah. right? Isn't that what the right way yeah, that's the, to protect yourself from attack? But be that as it may, here here's the deal, folks: is that that we we have lost. Sure. And this is not what this episode's about. No, but we but we <laughs> one rabbit trail. Anyway, you know that that we we What's have we. I don't know what is Dove Doc. Not this. All right, you know we have lost our our uh, our polar star. We have lost, as you said, the mission that right. we're about making disciples. That's the that's what the church was created for. Right. That's what the church is all about, and is what church members are meant to be focused on. And if we'd been focused on that, right. I maintain for the last two thousand years, our culture 
would be exceptionally different. Right. But instead, we've allowed ourselves to become distracted, which is right. now back on track. Because the, the reality is, folks, the reason we have lost influence in the culture is because we've been distracted right. by every bright and shiny good idea right. that's come down the pike. I'm going to differ there for just a minute. I don't think that that's really the base of this. And what I think is that your congregation has to make a decision. Are we going to be about what the church is supposed to be doing overall, about that mission, about going out, you know, and, and making those disciples? And we have to make that core fundamental decision. And we can talk about this, you know, while there was a study done now quite a few years ago, but I'd put it up against anything right now, where um, where ministers were asked to describe their churches. And what they could do is tell you what your church, their church wasn't, but not what it was or uh, what it is, so to speak. So we've been spending a lot of years saying, well, the church isn't doesn't isn't really about that. It's not really about that. It's not really about that. Where sorry, but it really is. And if you don't take that seriously at the very start, then or, or now in the redirect, then you can't. You're not going to get back on track. Well, that's where you right? and I kind of kind of differ. I mean, we're saying the same thing, but here's 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 where I really differ is that. If a church isn't focused on the mission, it ain't a church. It's a membership club. Yeah, it's I agree not with a that. church. A I church. Is, a church is about making disciples. If your church is not making disciples, if you are not doing baptisms, right. if you are not going out and sharing the gospel, then you're either a benevolent society. We have a lot of churches. Sure. Churches doing a lot of good things. They're right. feeding the hungry, uh, housing the homeless, uh, visiting the hospitals, taking care of the members, etc. Right. But they're not making disciples of Jesus. In fact, that's right. not even the focus. They, right. They, everyone's welcome if they want to come. That's that's the, right. It, Jesus didn't say y'all come. Jesus says y'all get up off your blessed assurances and go. And you know that that's the key is are we going into all the world to not relieve suffering, there it is. but to make disciples. Exactly. And if we're not doing that, then I go back to it's about distraction. So I don't think right. we're I don't think we disagree on this. Nope. I, I think the nope. reality is. We use different words, but sure. uh, you know, if, if you're not making disciples, you're a club. Please just take the word church off your name and call it call it a membership club or a benevolent club or a philanthropic club. But let's just be honest with what we're about, because the church has a lousy reputation, largely because of our clubhouse mentality. Wow! On a brighter note, <laughs> okay, yeah, getting us back on track here. Oh, okay. I can, yeah. Have you noticed this soapbox here? Anyways, uh, yeah. Okay, so one of the one of the pieces that we have to do is move past trying to solve suffering without doing discipleship, right? And and so we talked about as we were getting ready for uh, for today, we talked about how there are a lot of ministries where uh, they'll feed the hungry, right? They have uh, even an evening every evening meal. And uh, but there's a sermon that goes with that. And, so and comfort, you have to stay, right, have to stay right, for that, right? Right. Yeah. Here's a free. Here's a free meal, but really it's not free right. because we're going to take your time. We were talking about it's it. It's a timeshare. Yeah, like a timeshare. <laughs> you go for um for a two. They give you oh a two. A two-day two day vacation. vacation, and it turns out to maybe one and a half because you got to sit through the ninety minute sales pitch, which then turns into at least a half a day and, of a and, sales pitch. And and. On top of that, is okay. You go to the sales pitch, but 
Those are professional salespeople who are really good at their job. Guess what, folks? Pastor, you're not that person. No, well, Most of us aren't that no, good at sales. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have that, that, past, that positive thing because it's sort of like they're going to pressure you oh, into the not, sale, okay, right? Me, maybe so, that's such good So, sales, yeah, so, so uh, you yeah. know, I'm talking about a sermon, but now I'm sitting there. You've got the people mobilized to, to force in and say, how's your relationship with Jesus? When you die tonight, where are you going to go, right? So, <laughs> All right, but All I, right. I, but I want to so, go. I, so, I want right. to go. Okay. I want to say one thing about that. Right. Is and and don't get me wrong. The meal and the sermon thing is kind of tried and true. We've been doing it for generations. The problem is that's not discipleship. Well, and what's tried and true mean? But okay, it's, what's it, that mean? It, it's worked in the past. Move, okay. move on. It's, okay. it's just, because it's because here's the deal: is it's not discipleship. Right. Okay. Discipleship is about behavioral change. It's about I'm following Jesus. I'm not filled with a whole lot of good information. It's about I am ordering my life. Behind the teachings, the training, the commandments of Jesus Christ, I, it's it's about doing more than it is about believing. There's a belief part. Don't get me right, wrong. Right, I'm not right, denigrating right. that. But it's you know if if we want to, like here, here's an example: solving suffering with discipleship. Mm -hmm. You and I, mostly you. I'm the idea guy. She takes it and makes it real. Well, when I was pastor of a church in Loganville, Georgia. We realized there was yeah. a real need for some sort of a joint effort for a food pantry and you know that a kind of a joint in the churches amongst right. churches right. because because everybody was doing their own thing right right and so we, we said let's do it let's do something that's coordinated and you went out and you got the city lined up yeah you got uh, businesses lined up county you got a, a county and the city and individual all come together. To pull and create what we called, you called, I don't know, you got called. I think, yes, yeah, somehow. You called the community chest. Right. Now, here's the deal chest. it was a food pantry. It was a good food pantry. But here's the deal is that you got to come and get food one time, no questions asked. Well, there were some questions like how many people in the family and whatnot. Oh, yeah, and we did a, a check. We, right, you're right, right. Right. But, but here's the deal you, you got it. But if you needed or wanted food a second time, discipleship. You actually had to do something to earn the food, so to speak. You had to volunteer in the food pantry, or you had to take a class with the county extension agent. When there were a variety of classes from, from cooking to selecting Every the right vegetables. Every month there was a yeah. different one. Right, right. So, um, yeah. so there you had That was to, helpful. Right. I mean, it, that's the key. That right. was, it wasn't they punitive. Were practically, no, the they whole, were practically helpful. They were there to help the right. people, help disciple the people to, you know, um, it was Ben Franklin who said, you know, Lord helps those who help themselves. Uh, although, it, to be fair, it's kind of based on some biblical principles in that, folks, we are called to earn our living, owe no one anything, et cetera, et cetera. We're called to do, to, to take responsibility for our lives. That's a biblical concept. And so you put, built that into this. Right. Now it's, real quick, what, what has it turned into? Oh, my gosh. It's turned into this major ministry in Loganville that is run by a nonprofit and uh, I forget how many thousands and thousands of thousands of people. It was tens of thousands, as I recall. Yeah, yeah, every year they're connected into all different places. They're offering courses and classes. And healthcare. There was healthcare. Uh, it was, oh my gosh, programming was, for kids. With the, for, yeah. with the with the it's moving forward and helping people to take responsibility right. for their lives. It's not just a handout. It really is meant to be. A hand up. Right. So I want to pick up on a word you said because you, you mentioned that we've been trying to solve suffering. 
the reality is we've been trying to relieve suffering. Yes, There's so, a yeah. difference, yes. right? Yeah, because, if we were solving it, discipleship solves right, it. Right, okay. So, but <laughs> well, yes, and, and, and though, you know, to take that bigger, and this is, you know, one of the, I don't know, not my soapbox, but pulpits I've been standing in uh, of, of late over the last, I don't know, several years, is, is that one of the responsibilities of churches is to help solve community problems in with other churches, right? You've got your own pieces, but it is to help solve some things. We can do that. And that's a whole other topic. Right. But I want to come back and say that we're no, not no, no. solving. Don't get to drop a bomb See, and say, we're not, I don't want to talk no, about that. No, we, we're not. We're not <laughs> solving suffering. We're helping people with helping people within their situations and we're helping them become the best they are to do the best that they can do because of the ways that Jesus teaches right. And us. we'll come back and talk about the ecumenical thing later I on, not this did. time. Okay, so okay, so one of, the, one of the reasons why we've lost our influence is because we're not making disciples. We've lost our mission. We're, we're trying to solve suffering or relieve suffering. I didn't realize relieve. that. We're relieving it's suffering. Relieving. Yeah. Um, and we're not solving the problems and the problems get solved by and large with discipleship. Right. More, you know, when when your neighbor, when your mayor, when your city council, when people are Christians who are actually viable, living like you know Jesus kind of lives, Christians, then great things happen. If we got focused back on that, if that was our mission, if that's what we're doing, then there'd be more influence in the culture. We'd be able to influence the culture significantly because there'd be a lot more of us. Okay, we need to move on to the second one because um, there's we have three. Uh, reasons why suffering or sorry why suffering why, why we lost influence and, and what the, we can do and what we can do about it okay and so the second one is by and large the church has over i don't know over at least a couple centuries now has taken up causes instead of taking up the gospel right. you know in the 1920s i use this analogy on a regular time the 1920s the church came out against a particular substance do you remember what that is alcohol and we ended up with a black eye looking bad, and we didn't solve anything, but boy, we sure got loud and boisterous about it. In the 1940s, we came out against the war. We were pacifists, by and large, a little part of history we've tended to turn our head against or away from. But we were, by and large, pacifists and said, you know, the problem with the Jews and, and all that in, in Germany and so on, that's their problem, not our problem. We should not do something about it. Again, not our finest hour. In the 1946-60s, we came out against a medical procedure, abortion, and it, again, um, we didn't solve that problem. The, uh, 20 years later, we came out against a group of people, homosexuality, again, looked bad, didn't really, we didn't win on, win on that one, if you will. We didn't go where we had said we wanted to go by a church. And um, in the last 20 years, in fact, even less than that now, um, we have came out against the, the same gender marriage. And again, we lost, we keep losing the battles of these societal things. Whereas um, if we, instead of taking up the causes and putting all that energy there, if we put all that energy into making disciples of Jesus Christ, into evangelism and sharing the gospel and helping people to make a connection with Jesus Christ, then again, going back to the, the relieving of suffering and all the rest, we would be focused on what we're called to focus on and our churches would not be shrinking. <laughs> we wouldn't have nearly the black eyes that we have. <laughs> um, our reputation would be, you know, such that it, 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 regardless of where we come down theologically on those, those issues, if the church is about making disciples, then, you know, the, again, the, the, the purpose of the church is to do that, not to take up the, 
politicking and the lobbying and all the rest. Okay, yeah, because I am concerned that we may not have any viewers at the moment because of the church, right? Taking this up, taking that up, and whatnot. And so those are more of those catchwords. They're the vociferous words, right? They're words that we either uh, avoid or we we get into because they are culturally just. Yeah. And, and I'm and saying again, culturally, right. but I mean, we're arguing sin and not sin, and which we're not arguing. Please hear us. We're not telling you our politics. We are not telling you our theological stance on this. We're not telling you one right. is good and one is bad, which provides it's off two different groups. Both right. groups. Yeah. We don't make so, anybody you know, happy when right. we come so, out. Okay. That's but not please the point. hear that. That isn't the point. Do you see how that's dividing us, how it divides our churches and, and what that says out there into the public? If you believe or when you believe in what you, tr if you truly believe in what you believe, if you do that within the context of discipleship, People will go and they will change the world. All right. You know, when we started uh, the church up in Metro Seattle, we had a lot of, not a lot of people, but we had people from other churches come and say to us, why aren't you preaching against sin? Why aren't you preaching against sin? And, and we never preached, uh, you know, well, against I, I never, sin. Well, right? other than, other than other hypocrisy. Than, okay, <laughs> we, hypocrisy. We talked about hypocrisy, yeah. but that was the only right. sin we ever touched in the pulpit. Right. And, and... <laughs> You know, the church is a hospital for sinners, not a hotel for saints, yeah. right? Yeah. But what we said is, listen, we focus on discipleship and relationship with Jesus. What we're trying to do is is introduce people to Jesus. And a and better then, way of living. It, it, well, better way right, for, because for, for of them, that. Right. And how to have a relationship. I right. mean, you introduce people to Jesus and then you, uh, you help them to establish and build their relationship with him and then the holy spirit will convict them convicting of the sins the way no or whatever to, whatever right? the holy spirit wants to convict right. them of no, right no, no one ever has to tell me hey bill you you you're, you've got this sin and that's in your life trust me i know my shortcomings and faults that the holy spirit convicts me on a pretty regular basis you know i don't need anyone to point it out <laughs> it's a first wife <laughs> <laughs> My wife takes yeah. liberties. <laughs> so, yeah, so we have to be careful about taking up causes instead of the gospel. If we can just focus, focus, focus. And, well, you know, I mean, here again, what is the gospel? Right. I think we have to, churches have to ask well, that well, question. Well, I right? think, and I think that goes back I mean, to, to uh, using Jesus as a model. You know, Jesus did not address slavery, he did not address racism, he did not address the oppressive Roman government. In fact, he said, pay taxes. I guess they can afford to stay. I don't know, but he, but I mean, he 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 did not deal with the social issues. He said it's about eternal issues. It's about living in the kingdom of God here on earth and to come, and and lining up your life behind what God has has mandated in the ways in which we should live. He focused on discipleship from beginning to end, rather than the causes. And church, we need to do the same because we get distracted. And when we get distracted, we lose our influence. And right. I mean, we, if we're going to have influence in our culture, if we're going to transform our culture um, in, in all those isms and dealing with all those, the only way those isms stop, my dad said you can't legislate morality, you can't legislate the way people believe or really behave other than by threatening them. And that only works for some people and not others. And, you know, there's, there's the 
edge of the law, can I, can I say this or whatever, or is it just socially incorrect? Change the heart, change the life. Yes, change the, the world. Okay? Yeah. So taking up causes is a huge distraction. Okay, we need to move on. There's, an, there's another one. Right. And in, in this, this last one really is probably the biggest issue that the church faces today in terms of why we've lost influence. Because we're all about managing the church, right? I mean, that's an inward, right, inward focus. And uh, I just, what came into my mind is you can't, you can't solve problems that you've been part of creating or, right, or that you've inherited. But we are, we're, we're completely caught up and tied up in managing the church. Well, only if we had more money, only if we had more people, we could do this, this, that, never mind. Let's just talk about discipling the people that are, are there. Well, which and, now we're talking to pastors and leaders out there. But, right? but here's, here's the deal, is, is, is we do by and large say or think that we're discipling the people here and that they're gonna go out. And the reality is what we're Christian educating people. Yeah. We're educating people yeah. in Christianity. Yeah, 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 we yeah. continue to teach about God, about Jesus, about the Bible. You know, we, we have people who've been raised in the church and have, have gone to Sunday school and paid attention they know a whole lot about a whole lot in Scripture. They, they, right. they, but they're biblically right. illiterate. Yeah, not nearly as much as someone who really is biblically illiterate. Right. You know, they, they, they're not as illiterate. What they are is they're not doing orthopraxis. They got the orthodoxy. Tell them which what is, that means. Uh, I am. Okay. Okay. The orthodoxy is the right words, the right thoughts, the right, you know, it's believing the right stuff. And orthopraxy is praxis, practical, um, practices. Practices the right practices. We got a whole lot of people who think uh, think the right things, but don't don't do the right things. We're not doing discipleship. We're not we're not um, managing our money as well as we should or like we should. We don't manage our relationships like we should. We don't manage our time like we should. Um, and all these things are biblical principles of how we line up our life behind the master. Jesus gave us instructions. Paul gave us examples. You know, that we know what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to do, but it's the doing that we... And so we continue to Christian educate, thinking that education is going to change lives. Sadly, it doesn't. Well, I want to say it's in, uh, I think, three weeks, maybe, well, less than three weeks, I'm starting a class on uh, education and leader development. For Philip Seminary, PTS, Tulsa, dot org. Because you could take my class for not very much money. Anyways, I'm getting ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready to launch this class. And it used to be Christian education and leader development and leadership development, I think it is. And uh, I asked soon after, uh, I think I've been teaching this for six years now, uh, maybe seven. I asked, can we change the name? Because I don't like that whole thought of Christian education. But that's an expectation by a lot of denominations. Right. So uh, we did get education and leader development. And, and we have to read a book, okay, on Christian education, again, to fulfill denominational standards and requirements. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with Christian education. We need Christian education. It just isn't the end-all, be-all. Well, it can't stay in our head, right? I mean, there are some underlying pieces, and and you need to know the stories. You it. need to know the stuff. You've got to get it. Well, th that is yeah. not the end-all, be-all. You have to move it from your head to the heart, and here's you have to activate the hands. Right. Okay. But in addition to that, I want to say that we have all kinds of teaching. I cut my teeth on Sunday school teaching. I when I was a baby Christian in my early twenties. 
and, and throughout. So I can tell you, you know, how, choosing curriculum, how to develop this, how to do that. Important and, stuff. And a lot of, it is. And a lot has been done by, uh, with curriculum to try and get it to our heart. But the bottom line is it's very personal. It is very one-on-one -on -one and two-on-one -on -one to develop that kind of, of relationship and do that kind it's, it's of It's about mentoring, apprenticeship. It's right. about, again, it's about doing, right. not just believing. It's, it's, it's and I will, I, I, again, I'll go, go it, it's good to get from the heart to head and inspire you. But it, it, inspiration does not necessarily move your feet. You got to get it to activate your hands, your sure. behaviors, I, I and all that. Right, and, I agree. And, and, yeah, I know you. Yeah, yep, I know, yep, yep, uh, yeah, yep. When just, I hear right. hands, when you say hands, I think about going out and doing service. But I, you know, and I'm talking I, about living I, that, your life. It's it, living, it, living, living, right. and service may be part of your calling. Absolutely, right. Well, service it, is part it, of it, all it, our calling. In, but in some how ways. we serve, right? How we right. right? When we say serve, here's a loaded word. Right, we think it's out there. Relieving suffering, right? right. Uh, okay. But, you know, your your ministry, your job right. is your ministry. Whatever right. God's called you to do, whether you're flipping burgers, you're an engineer, right. you're a nurse, you're a doctor, yep. you're a landscape designer, whatever it is right. that you're doing, that is your ministry. And, you know, and putting Jesus into that, into your decision making, into your conversation, into your life. Jesus is, and, and the, the gospel is meant to infuse everything in your life from what you put in your mouth to how you spend your time and to what television shows you watch. So yeah, to speak. I'm loving it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so I was just thinking we talk about managing or we're talking about managing the church when in reality, what we're wanting to do is mobilize the church. Yes. Right. And and that From means mobilizing people. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that great? Thank yeah. you, Holy Spirit. Okay. So yeah, we're, we do that. So what do we do? Because a lot of churches, that was a rhetorical question for the moment. Uh, there are uh, a lot of churches and we're so management, it's codified, right? We right. have to meet every so often, do this and do that, that there are ways, things like definitely setting a chair for Jesus and, and keeping that in touch. You can even make a cutout Jesus and set him in. And I'm serious, you know, have them sit in a chair. One of my favorite things to do in meetings on Zoom is to sign in with one of my other accounts. I've got a couple accounts. Is to sign in and put that in another room and, and have a picture of Jesus on there. And Jesus is part of our meeting uh, to so remind us. Right. right, there's everything to right. be said. I love doing that because it's important to remember why we're there and to, and, to and, and, mobilize. And who's the real boss of this conversation? Right. All right. It's not the board chair. That's right. And it's not the pastor. Right. You might but, be offending board chairs out there. So go ahead. I, I, I really don't I care. <laughs> Bottom line is you're not in charge. All right. It's Jesus's church and we are there to manage and steward it to make disciples. That is the reason for the church. And when we are making disciples, and really investing in that and making more and more disciples, we will change our culture. We will transform our world. Now, we live in a broken world. Um, and and, and, world, we're, and sure. we're never going to get to uh, where, we're never going to bring the kingdom of God in without the Jesus without return his, yeah, and et cetera. Right, exactly. But the bottom line is, is that if we're going to transform our community, if we're going to deal with all those isms, if we're going to do some real serious relief, a suffering relief, it's about making more disciples. And church, that is what we are created for. It is what we are best at right. when we are focused on that. We are really good at that, and we have been. The problem is we have not been really good at that in a while. And you can tell by the size of our churches, 
and the continued erosion of our influence as the church. Folks, it's getting back to basics. Right. So, and I do want to say say one yeah. one or a few more words uh, about what you're saying. Is um, our churches are declining? We're losing churches left and right. Uh, churches are finding it more and more difficult to stay open for uh, for any number of yeah. reasons. It's easy for us to say that well, it's because you're not being effective, you're not sustainable uh, in that regard. And yes, I can argue that even a small, the smallest of churches can be effective, but you're not sustainable. So how do we turn that? How do we turn that around? And even churches that may be, you may be large. Uh, I know churches that are kind of medium and they're living on their endowments right. and living, some are spending how, down endowments. How about and, living on dead people's right. money? And, and we can show, you know, graphs where maybe your church, church, well, not maybe, churches were growing, they were they were doing well, but in 20 to 30 years that they were, they'd collapsed for any, any number of reasons. And I'll say that that reason uh, wasn't necessarily infighting or, or anything else. Uh, cultural changes, it was because we'd lost our first love. D d d we right. distracted from the mission of the church, right. which is and, making disciples. How, are we, do we have yeah. a theme here? Disciples. We can put a theme song Let's together. Let's not. <laughs> okay. So we are, we are running out of time. I know we've probably got a couple, three more minutes. And go ahead. No, I was going to say, hey, um, the, the reality is, folks, is that if you have... Diverted from your mission, if and you can tell real easy. I mean, you, you can tell where you are in this, you know, whether we're sol trying to solve suffering or I'm taking up causes or, or so busy managers, and you right. can tell really easy. Disciple making is your focus by looking at your measurables. Right. Are more people coming in? Are you doing baptisms? Um, are you, and, and not just baptisms of the, the little ones, okay? Our denomination is really big into, you know, well, we don't do infant baptism. We'll baptize an eight-year-old. Um, or that, even 12-year-olds. I mean, but, but, kids who have been raised in the church. Right, but right, I'm, I'm saying... Biological growth. Yes, okay, let me finish. Okay. Um, is it, you know, an eight-year-old eight isn't much farther beyond right. than, a, than an infant baptism. It's just kind of a mincing sure. the words. Right. It, but we're talking about conversion baptism. People who were not Christians, who are Christians. There's more nuns out there than ever before. In fact, when you get to Generation Z, there are more nuns than there are Christians. And the, the reality is, folks, is if that is our future, if we don't do something about it, we have to be getting busy with that. And your markers, those key indicators, will tell you whether you're doing um, what you are called to do or whether you found a distraction that has sidelined you, they have kept you from being sustainable, effective, or um, faithful. Uh, or faithful. You know, faithful. And thank you. Yeah. And there, there's the bit, folks, is look at your look at your numbers. If they're not there, then it's time to make some adjustments. We are out of time. Uh, wait, oh, yeah. wait, okay. <laughs> so uh, when you say nuns, you're not talking, you're talking N-O-N-E-S, not yes. nuns, N-U-N-S, because there are not more nuns out there no. in the world no, today. No, that, so no, we need right. to do that. <laughs> we are talking about discipleship, and uh, I've been asked to speak to that coming up uh, at, at, uh, at an event to talk uh, about how do we do discipleship with others. And we're realizing that uh, the people that we're talking to, I'll be talking to our ministers. And so then that question is, how, how do we, my question to them is, how are you being discipled, right? How are you, you know, we've got to have it. So, so I'm going to say that to you who are watching. We're going to figure that you're a leader in some sort, or you're an upcoming leader in a congregation, or you're a pastor. If you're not being discipled, 
then you can't disciple anybody else. And I'm going to put a, a toss out here again. I want to lift up uh, Phillips Theological Seminary in Tulsa has a center as the Center for Ministry and Lay Training. Uh, and it's it, the practical side of Phillips. Yeah, if you will. and so it's for Center for Ministry and Lay Training. So it's for lay people as well as people who are in some kind of ministry. And I want to commend that to you, and especially education and leader development. But we also have a workbook that's going to come out in what the next six months, maybe four months, on discipleship. So oh, yeah. it will be a, a discipleship yeah. work workbook that you can work with think, people one on one. I think it should be called Discover, but we'll see. We'll see. All okay, right. we, hey, are we are out of time. time. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>